0: Hey, what's up? This is Adam Uruguayan here talking about my Netflix show, Away, coming out on September 4th, talking with Elias over in the Man Cave. Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, You Yo, you. I did it. A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love
1: the movies.
0: Comedy and more from deep inside the Man Cave. Your host, Elias.
1: Adam, welcome to the cave.
0: Thanks so much for having me.
1: How are you, man? What's new with you?
0: I'm good, man. Watching my heat uh, get this dub over Indiana right now.
1: Uh, are you enjoying uh, the way they're doing basketball?
0: I, I am, honestly. I think uh, I think the way that, they, that they've that they done the bubble has been really interesting. I think that, uh, you know, for the fans at home, it's pretty much the same, and the intensity of the games has pretty much stayed up, so I can't complain.
1: Mm. I wonder what's going to happen with when the season ends. I heard that they might just, like – take a month, a month and a half off, and they're going to go back at it again.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I think that this is going to probably shift, uh, like, the regular season dates from this point forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, but that's that's all, you know, post-corona, so we'll see.
1: Right, right. Speaking of uh, corona and quarantine, uh, how you been dealing with that?
0: Uh, you know, as good as anyone can, really. Uh, just really just been trying to – take this time of life on pause and, and just better myself in any way I can. Um, you know, educating myself, uh, whether it's, uh, you know, continuing to try to get better at acting or, um, educating myself on social issues or or stuff like that. Um, just trying to, you know, keep tip top.
1: That's right. That's right. So yeah, speaking of the acumen, the listeners know you from uh, when you were young, you were on Disney's channels, shake it up. Uh, you've done recurring roles on shows like The Fosters and The Last Ship, Two Broke Girls. You know, you got a decent list going on here, man. And uh now you're gonna start Netflix's away, man. That's gotta be exciting for you.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm really pumped about it. it you know, I've been able to 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 be blessed enough to have a, a a pretty, you know, good career for up until now. You know, I I've worked um I've worked really hard and and this uh this show has definitely uh been one of the most exciting projects that I've been able to be a part of just because of the whole cast um you know the people behind it uh and just you know really the the show itself uh it's a really great show and I'm just really happy to be a part of it.
1: Yeah, we'll talk about the show but for the listeners first I want to get to know a little bit more about you man. Where are you originally
0: from? Originally I'm from Miami, Florida. Uh, How was it growing up there? Do you still live there? Uh, No. So I I live in L.A. I moved out to L.A. when I was 11 years old. Uh, And uh, but then I would, you know, I came out here with with just my parents and my little brother. So I would go back and forth uh, uh, along, uh, you know, pretty much once or twice a year. Um, So, you know, I consider myself bi-coastal at this point.
1: Mm. How old were you when you kind of had an idea that you wanted to get into the acting world?
0: I was eight years old uh I was uh wow. really young yeah i mean I, I kind of attribute it to the fact that uh in miami I don't know how familiar you are with it, but there's a lot of hurricanes, especially this time of year hurricane season um but so with that being said the there most houses have shutters on their on their windows and and doors, and uh every time my dad would come home from work, we would just you know shut off shut all the shutters and make it completely dark in the living room and, and just, you know, put movie after movie after movie. And, and that's kind of like really how I fell in love with, uh, film and, you know, and, and I didn't know it then, but I, I really fell in love with, with the art of acting and storytelling. And, um, you know, as I kept watching Disney channel and, you know, my own eight year old shows, <laughs> I just, I, I told my parents, I was like, that's, you know, this is what I want to do. Like, I, I, I know what I want. Mm -hmm. And no, I mean, when you're eight years old and you're selling, you're telling your parents, you know, what you want to do for the rest of your life, it's, it's kind of, uh, it's a little interesting for sure. But I, I, I harped on it for about two years before they even, uh, before they even put me in an acting class.
1: Well, what were some of the movies like you were in love with at that age that
0: you'd watch over and over in TV shows? Um, well, I mean, I, my, I would honestly, I would watch anything my, my dad had on. Uh, but, uh, when, when I was younger, uh, I, I mean, I loved, uh, the, uh, the green mile was, I think my first real like favorite movie, um, men of honor with Cuba Gooding Jr. Uh, the master of disguise with Dana Carvey, cult classic. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so awesome. yeah.
1: So so, how old were you when you started taking acting classes?
0: I was, so I was ten. It it it, it oh, literally wow. took yeah two years, and then my parents uh, took me. They took they finally um, put me in an acting class out in downtown Miami, uh, and I was there for about a year. And through that acting class, I was able to go uh, and move out to LA uh, with an agent and a manager. Uh, and, you know, originally I came out here with, with, it was just me and my pops for six months and it was, you know, to, to get it out of my system. Uh, and, uh, and you know, now I'm, I'm going on 12 years living here. I actually past 12 years living here.
1: That's awesome that your dad well, and your family, like took the steps to help you with this at that young age where they just packed everybody up and moved.
0: Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I mean, I, it's definitely not something I, I. I take for granted, you know, what they did for me. They, uh, what they did a lot of parents, you know, might not do, um, you know, not, not even because they don't want, to, but, um, you know, financially they might not be in the position and, and thankfully you know, to, to be able to be in that position. And my parents were able to kind of take that chance on me and, yeah. uh, and I couldn't be more grateful. How old were
1: you when you got the part on uh, Disney shake it up?
0: So, yeah, so I came out. So by the time I came out to LA, I was 11. And then when I started Shake It Up, uh, it was maybe uh, a month before my 13th birthday.
1: Oh, wow. So that was pretty fast for just being there for less under two years.
0: Uh, Yeah, yeah, relatively quick, for sure. It was, um, you know, again, it, it all happened so fast. And and. I, I, I attribute it all to, you know, to my parents taking that chance on me and, and, uh, you know, the people that I surrounded myself with. And, um, I, I, I've been really fortunate, uh, to, to be able to be working for so long and have started to work so quickly.
1: So that show was pretty popular at Disney. How was it being on a, you know, on a show like that? And like, what was your favorite moment on the show?
0: It was great, man. Um, You know, it was that was pretty much I I always say that was like, you know, the 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 end of my middle school and the beginning of my high school year. So I got to spend it um, working on a set, doing what I love, having fun every week, you know, learning dances and uh, just playing around. And and it was it was great because there was just so many people involved um, that were so talented and, and, you know, had already had these illustrious careers. You know, Chris Thompson created the show. He had created Bosom Buddies and, and worked on Laverne and Shirley and, and you know, shows of that caliber. And, and Joel Zwick was, you know, our, our, our main director and, and he directed pretty much every episode of Full House. And, you know, so, so there was a lot of people that obviously knew what they were doing. And, you know, to be on a set that young and surrounded by, you know, the caliber of people that, that I was, you know, fortunate enough to, to work with. Uh, it was just, a, it was a great experience and I, I learned so much from that set. Um, you know, I, I learned a lot of that I, I carry on into today. That's awesome.
1: So now, yeah, man, we mentioned earlier, Netflix is a way, uh, you mentioned how you were excited about this project for the listeners real quick, give them a little, uh, what the show's about.
0: Yeah. So basically uh, the show is uh, based around, uh, surrounds Hillary Swank and um, this group of astronauts that go on the first man mission to Mars. Uh, And the show deals with that mission, but also with uh, those relationships of the families that they're leaving back home, mainly uh, Hillary's family, her husband and her daughter uh, and, uh, and it goes through that storyline and I play Isaac um, who is, you know, this high school kid, the 17 year old kid that Alexis, uh, Hillary's daughter on the show meets and, and kind of grows a connection with.
1: When you read the script, what was your reaction to this? It,
0: it, it was interesting, man. Cause like when I first, when I first read any piece of it, it was, it was just my audition sides and, and, Um, I thought they were, I thought that they were really, really well done, Um, you know, because, uh, you know, no matter what you're auditioning for, sometimes, you know, to to get a a piece of uh, really good writing to audition for, uh, sometimes can be hard to come by. Uh, And this was really great writing. Uh, So just that's what really struck, struck a chord with me immediately. Um, And I, I just From that point forward, I just was not disappointed, you know, episode by episode, as I would read each one, you know, it was, I've kind of, I've kind of already played that, that active fan, you know, viewer role because I, you know, as you get the scripts, you go, okay, what's happening this week? Okay, what's happening now? You know, and, and it's just, it's really great to see um, this beautiful story unfold.
1: Was this audition a self tape or was it a live?
0: Uh, this the audition for this was actually really funny. Um, <laughs> the uh, so what happened was um, I I hadn't had I mean it was it was like a, a dry period I think in the industry like just right before at least at least it was for me you know as far as auditioning wise and um, for whatever reason. Uh, that day, the day that I had my audition for Away, I also had like four other auditions. So I, I was like, yeah, I know. I, and it, you know, when it rains, it pours, right? So I was like, it was like the busiest day that I'd had in like two, three months. So I was super pumped. And um, and yeah, and, and then I went, I went to the audition room. I was really excited. The casting director uh, seemed to like me. And you know, I, I thought that that was it. So I was able to go in the room for that. And then when they called me back, um, I, I didn't really know what was going to happen because they called me and they said, okay, well, we want to see you. Uh, they they want to see you tomorrow and you're going to be going to a, a, a production office in Santa Monica. And I was like, all right, cool. And then they called me about an hour later. They're like, actually, well, now you're not going to be going to Santa Monica anymore. Now you're going to be going to Canada. And I was like, "Oh, okay, wow!" And so I ended up going to Canada, not the next day, but a couple of days after. And I literally flew in from LAX to vancouver I I did a screen test with Talitha, who plays Alexis on the show, and I hung out there for a couple of hours, and then I flew back to L.A. and all round trip one day. And it was honestly the most experiences I've ever had. And uh, you know, I was just really happy and nervous the whole time.
1: That's awesome! Like, so you had four auditions that day. Like, did you get offers for any other any of the other auditions? Like, how did what happened?
0: I uh, no, I think I think of the three of the of the other of uh, the all the ones that I had auditioned for that day. I think the only one that I got any any traction yeah. on was away. Uh, yeah. And you know, no complaints here, because yeah, because uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm curious to see, like you know,
1: like. So, you know, you go off for four. What if you're you get two two of them? Like well, how do you pick which one you want to do? You know, or can you do both? You know, like
0: Yeah, I mean it it all depends. You know, it's uh I think every that that's kind of like every actor's uh you know, personal choice at that point, whether, you know, what what uh what project they choose to right, work on, right. whether it be the the script or um the producers or the cast involved, you know, there's a lot of factors that go into making a decision like that. Uh, and thankfully, you know, this was a, a, a fairly easy one.
1: So you play Isaac, how would you describe him?
0: Yeah, he's honestly, he's just, he's this really sweet, uh, genuine kid who is trying to do his best to help Alexis cope with her really overwhelming circumstances. Um, you know, she she's going right now she's dealing with her mom leaving for three years, you know, possibly never seeing her again, depending on how the journey goes, you know? So it uh, she's got a lot on her plate and you know, her home life is, is definitely different. And so she kind of finds her solace in our relationship. And I really take that to heart and really take it on my own shoulders to make sure that she is able to cope and, uh, you know, and not overwhelmed when, you know, the circumstances can be so overwhelming.
1: Did you find any uh, challenges playing the, playing the character, you know, like connecting with them?
0: No, I mean, usually like one of the first things that I do is whenever I kind of start on a, on a new character is try to figure out, you know, how they're different from me, how they're the same and really highlight the points in which, um, you know, I, I, I need to work on this, you know, or, uh, maybe I, I don't need to work on this as much because, you know, that's already a part of, you know, who Adam is, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, uh, so it, it's stuff like that.
1: Mm-hmm. So the cast, man, you mentioned Hillary Swank and even got like Josh Charles. He's pretty big too. Like, how was so, it working with like, you know, people like that?
0: I mean it was it was amazing, uh, honestly. I, I unfortunately was uh was not able to to work with Hillary um just because, you know, logistically, you know, I wasn't in space right, and she right, was right. The time. so so I, I didn't have any scenes with her, but I did have um a bunch of scenes with with Josh, um, who was just a treat to work with. He he you know, he's such an experienced and um He's such an experienced guy, you know, just to be able to work with him and learn from him and, and see, you know, how how he acts on a set and and uh, and just, you know, pick up tips and tricks along the way. I mean, it, th- th- those things are invaluable, especially with a cast like this.
1: So in season one, you know, without spoiling for the listeners, was there like a small scene or something that sticks out the most that was like your favorite that you were in?
0: Uh, Yeah, I mean, I think there's... There's a, there's a couple moments to be honest with you I think uh, I think there's a, a, a scene where you know the the first time I, I meet Josh my character first meets Josh's character I think that's a really good moment but I think definitely the the episode that that stands out to me I believe it I want to say it's the the fifth episode um, where I sort of take Alexis on a on a date uh, you know uh, past you know past our curfew and and it's it's the first time you you start to really like think okay what are this guy's intentions what are what are his motives you know what, what's his what's his game plan here and uh and it's the first real episode where you get to see the heart of of isaac and um you know you really get to see what's on his mind and the way he's helping you know alexis and and it that that episode to me is is really special
1: how long did it take uh, to film season one?
0: Um, well, the, uh, we ended in February, uh, month before shutdown, which was, you know, opportune for sure. And uh, I started uh, sometime at the at the in the beginning of at end of September, beginning of October. And I, I think they had uh, they had been already working on it uh, a month, a month and a half prior.
1: That's awesome. And yeah, and it premieres September fourth, fifth, my Yes, sir. September fourth. I mean, it's gotta be awesome going on a Netflix show like how, how, What's your feelings on the whole streaming uh, era that we're in?
0: I mean, I, I love it. I think I think it's great. I I've been uh I've been a proud customer of Netflix since they delivered DVDs to the mailbox when <laughs> right. uh, right. they first started. So I you know I, I honestly love it. I think it's great. Um, I just you know my my only I'm not concerned with it but my only real um, you know thing is I just want to make sure that uh, you know that the theatrical release never dies out you know I I think that there's something really special about going to a movie theater and and watching uh, you know any film on a on a in a just as a great cinematic experience you know I I don't think there's anything that that beats that Um, but I, I do love Netflix I do love the fact that you know especially in times like this you can just binge whatever and and move on you know it's really great Mm
1: -hmm. so throughout like your acting career and everything like here have you thought about like a dream role that you're hoping you could play someday
0: um yeah i mean i've definitely had a few throughout the years uh one kind of dream role that i've always kind of uh played around with the idea of is, uh, it, you know, DC Comics has um, that superhero Blue Beetle, uh, Jaime Reyes. He's like, a, you know, it would be like the first Hispanic superhero on screen. I think that would be pretty gnarly. Um, there's also, uh, you know, there's a, there's a couple movies right now, one specifically that I, ha- that I have my eye on, that, you know, I would love to be a part of. And uh, and uh, yeah, that would be that would be my dream. It's, it's called Creed of Violence with Daniel Craig. Um, Yeah, that would be probably the dream for sure.
1: (laughs) What about like if you could work with somebody, who would you, who who do you hope you could work with someday with?
0: Oh man, there's so many people. I think uh, right now, to work with somebody like the likes of Adam Driver, uh, Brian Cranston, those guys are, are to me just like, unreal you know and then you have then you have people like that are just no-brainers you know you have denzel you have you know tom hanks um just so many people that are are talented and have had all these illustrious careers like for me I, i i relish in the idea of you know getting on a stage or in front of a camera with anybody and just having the opportunity to you know throw down in a scene and and um and just you know really have fun What's your? What,
1: you know, I read an article the other day. What's your feelings about like all these movies that are getting like remade?
0: Uh, I mean, I, I think uh, you know it. It is what it is. I, I think they're I think that some do better than others. To be completely honest, I think some um, are made to be. You know, some some remakes are are sometimes better. For the most yeah. part, I, I don't think that they are. Um, you know, I think. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm very much about something new and something original. Um, you know, especially if something has been done before and has been successful. Uh, I just I don't think
1: that's,
0: I don't I don't think that that should be a reason to redo it. You know.
1: Right, right. I get Bye. mad when I when I get mad when I see articles for like you know like Back to the Future or something like that. Like no, like leave it alone. Leave yeah, it the there's, it some
0: stuff, there's some stuff that just you know you can't touch. Back to the right. Future I feel like is one of those things. Um, you know, I, I read somewhere one time that they were thinking about possibly, you know, redoing Harry Potter, and I'm like, don't, don't, don't do that. You know what I mean? Right. It's just like, don't. Nobody's asking for it. You know, like we we'll, we have the DVDs, we have the blu right? We don't need it.
1: Is there a any other projects that you've got coming out after this that were filmed or anything before the whole quarantine started? What's the next step for
0: you? Yeah, before, uh, before actually before Away, I had, uh, had filmed a, a film called Centurion um, and that uh, it, as far as release date um, because of uh, due, due to everything going on with COVID and stuff like that, but but that should be coming out pretty shortly. Uh, and that, uh, that was also another experience.
1: Adam, uh, how can the listeners uh, find you on social media?
0: Yeah, uh, you can find me on on Twitter and Instagram, just at Adam Iraboyan, Uh, and I'm I'm pretty much on there as much as I can be.
1: All right, man. This was fun. Thank you for coming on the show.
0: Thank you so much for having me, man. I really appreciate it.